Hello, and welcome to Inside the Euros. I'm Rick Sharma, and this is your roundup of the day's Euro 2020 news and action. It was day three at the Euros. England beat Croatia 1-0 to get revenge for that World Cup 2018 semi-final defeat. Austria earned a 3-1 win over debutante North Macedonia, and it was their first win at Euros. And Netherlands edged Ukraine 3-2 in a thrilling match, the best of the tournament so far. And I'm going to take you through what happened in these games in this roundup, but come back tomorrow morning for full analysis with Dave, Joe Casanelli and AFP's Tom Allnut. Before we get into the thick of the day's football action, let's start with Christian Eriksen. The Denmark team doctor said he was gone. We did cardiac resuscitation and it was a cardiac arrest. That shows just how serious that incident was, but he's okay now. He sent a message to his inter-teammates in their WhatsApp chat and by all accounts, he's recovering well. England earned an important victory and it was quite interesting to see Gareth Southgate's selection. It caused some surprises. There was no... Sancho and no Chilwell on the bench and no Maguire who's injured and those were surprising moves from Gareth Southgate but it paid off in the end there were some boos from some numpties in the stands at Wembley as players took the knee but plenty more fans drowned them out with applause there wasn't too much to write home about in terms of the game it was all about the result for England in truth Phil Foden hit the post early on after a nice move with Raheem Sterling Jordan Pickford didn't have too many saves to make Calvin Phillips the Yorkshire Pirlo he's being called in Leeds was good and he set up Sterling for the goal shortly before the hour mark. That's why Sterling is in that team, to get in behind and finish just like he did. And if Kane's not scoring and Kane, to be honest, looked quite tired today, then England do need someone else who can net. Sterling can do that despite his form for Manchester City and Gareth Southgate's selection decisions were vindicated. As I said earlier, Netherlands against Ukraine was the best game of the tournament. In terms of entertainment, it was end-to-end. Netherlands was surprisingly good, given everything we've heard about Frank de Boer, but then we saw just why he gets criticism. Their team fell to pieces after a few subs he made, and suddenly, from two goals up, it went to two all, before Dumfries headed in the winner late on. Wijnaldum scored the opener for the Netherlands just after half-time, and he showed, just as Eredivisie Mike said on our preview for Group C, that he's the more attacking midfielder in that Holland setup, five at the back, two in midfield. And him and De Jong were very, very good together in the centre. What a combo that might have been for Barcelona if they'd sorted out their approach and got him signed before PSG hijacked that deal. Weghorst bagged the second, and that looked to be it for Shevchenko's men, but then they came back. Andriy Yarmolenko did what he does best for Ukraine, that is, absolutely not for West Ham. And he curled home an Aryan Robin tribute goal that even the Dutch had to applaud. And four minutes later, Yaremchuk levelled. However, Dumfries, who missed a big chance in the first half, made amends with a late header, putting the yay in Oranje. It was bad, bad goalkeeping, though, from the Ukraine stopper. And as I said this earlier on the on the pod, it was good to have the Dutch back after seven years. And this kind of thriller is why, not to mention their lovely, lovely kits. Austria earned a big victory, Lena put them ahead, but Goran Pandev, 37, going on 38, levelled for North Macedonia on his 120th game for his country, 20 years 
after he made his debut. What a legend he is. However, Austria got the win with a strong second-half performance, Gregoric tucking home after a sensational curling cross from David Alaba, and then Arnautovic, a substitute, rounded the goalkeeper to make it three late on. That's all from me tonight, but like I said, come back tomorrow morning, that's Monday morning, for full analysis with the gang. We'll also look forward to Spain-Sweden, Scotland-Czech Republic, and Poland-Slovakia.